adjust clothing. Even everybody. It's nine-ish. Yes. It's it's time for what's on Joe Mind. We are here. As you can see, we have special guests down in the right corner today with Diana Davis and the Cookie Monster. Uh, we will be right back with you as soon as you listen to our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> It's Friday night at 9 p.m. It's time for What's On Joe Mind. It's so early in the broadcast that our little counter hasn't even figured out how to track everybody. It's gone like 8 to 45 to 7 to 30. Yeah, like it, it can't even keep track of everybody. We are a fan cast about the world of what's on, uh, about the world. We're the fan cast about the fan cast. We're the fan yes. cast about the world of G.I. Joe. How's everybody? I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. It's good time. All right. All right. Now I got the idea for what's on what's on Joe's mind. Ooh. It was what's on what's on what what's yeah. on what's on Joe's mind. It's about I don't know about podcast about I, our podcast. I don't know about you guys, but it was over seventy today here and nice and sunny and uh, yeah, we topped shorts. out at thirty-seven. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I was I was out in shorts anyway, but uh, thirty. <laughs> well, how's your leg? It it is uh it's a joy. It's 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 uh, the bruising has started. So, seeping. If, if for those of you who don't follow <laughs> me on on Facebook, it, I I took a spill this this afternoon, uh, walking out to my car. The the ironic part of it was, I was wa- looking around to see what was covered in ice and snow, and uh, fell on the bone dry walkway, <laughs> leading out to the car. So uh, yeah, both knees were the first things to hit the ground. And they're not great to begin with, so it's it's been a it's been a great afternoon. It's been been a fine afternoon. They're they're still kind of in that uh, the one the one that's on the Facebook page is still kind of in that not quite dry stage. Ew. Yeah. Moist. Yeah. Moist even. I have moist, moist, yes. moist wounds. Yes. <laughs> moist wounds, and not that cool brownie sense. <laughs> no. If we can make moist. Trend, it will show the power of the show. Crap. Hashtag moist wounds. Put yeah. it on. Oh, go on. well, you have like your assignment for tonight, kids. Moist that sounds like the worst garage band ever. Guns and moist, moist wounds. wounds. Moist wounds. It's the night for Stark Naked and the three car thieves. <laughs> the, 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 the 90s punk band that couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me here at the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Misery loves company, so uh, sounds like I'm going to have some more former Hasbro people to shake hands with here in a couple weeks. Oh. Right, right. More, more hands. We'll get to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, we don't, we don't want to get it too far into it now because the vitriol will be will be far far too off-brand off, off brand for a non-news segment. <laughs> 
Yeah. Need some moist, a, steaming vitriol. Uh, you ever seen a ginger snap? <laughs> you, you wanna? <laughs> yeah. Dab don't wipe. Dab don't wipe kind of sounds like its own band. Yeah. Uh, moist moves for brutal chest cut at Coachella. Oh, that's good. I'm liking that. I, I... The scariest of all Cobra troops. Oh, no. The moist viper. Look what we've done. Yes. Oh. Look, look, live chat is fine. We need to take it to Twitter. Moist hashtag moist wounds. Yes. Moist in the crotch. Oh, oh. bro. No. That's... no, that's a different podcast. Yeah. I suppose that's the dream in a sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one, one, row, he's the one host of, of Rack Time because Rack Time's a former show. It's Rack Time, Rob. Hi. One day I'll read all my comics. All right. You're gonna you're gonna wave and and give uh give that other guy more ammunition to make a psychedelic intro. I guess. <sighs> look, look, it's already happened. It can't be undone. That's true. That's maybe that's... he'll pick a better one. If I just keep, you know, I'll bound to get a good one in there at some point. I, I mean, it's really it's tough to get better than the one he picked. You know. Well, better for him. I mean, truthfully, I can't. I I have to admit, I'm I, I'm jumping with anticipation at Joe Colton seeing that intro because we know yeah. she's not in the shows that she's not on. Oh, she hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, no, oh, no, that would that's too much. And, and really, I want to be there when she sees it. <laughs> right, right. But speaking of an absent Joe Colton, who is again away keeping the world safe for for freedom and democracy as we know it, uh, sitting in the the host chair tonight, the fourth the guest chair, it's Diana Davis. Hi. Hi. Hey. IDW. Yay. The uh, the the comic book continuity uh, and sanity and all these here parts, uh, renowned uh, community figure, all that good stuff. Trying, anyways. I saw some interesting. Saw some interesting layouts a couple of days ago, but I can't say anything more about them. Ah, hey, that's a tease. I like that. All yeah. right. Well, she's out of here. Nope. <laughs> that's it. Oh my god! Didn't take long, man. That here I am. <laughs> she's done. She's new to this. She won't understand your 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 joking tyranny. That's oh, right. I watch it. I mean, I was just gone. Time out. That's all. Yeah, it's here every week. It was funny when we were getting in tonight. Uh, I was uh, uploading all the stuff that I use for for the program. You know, the, the intros and the bumpers and stuff. And she kept popping in and out because I wasn't on screen. So I think she just assumed that no one was here. Yeah, I was here. I was just like, where Where did she go? I was about Locking to say, oh, where did Where did she go? Oh. All right. New headphones. New room. Not sure it worked. He didn't at first. There we go. All right. Look at that. He even takes direction. There's the guy. What there a, he is. He's a Hollywood cat. He takes direction. <laughs> well, what he really wants to do is direct. So he figures yeah. it's to keep keep his uh, T's crossed and I's dotted. And he'll be trying back. to get that cat from outer space uh, reboot going. Oh, I love that movie as a kid. <laughs> I believe I read the novelization. We're teaching yeah. him the freeways. We've got an old Thomas guide, so you know he'll be up to up to speed to be a Californian anytime soon. So he's the, the, the one hundred and one yeah. to the five. Yeah, you know we've got to to get that. We got to take the one hundred and seventy to the one hundred and eighteen. The one hundred and eighteen will be jammed. 
Holy jam, maybe we should go on the 405. No, I think we should go no home. not the 405. You go home. 405 is always jammed. <laughs> oh, you know, we had to we had to do that. Uh we had to set that up for, for Mark at least. You know, we, we couldn't actually actually have somebody from Los Angeles on the program and not do that for Mark. No. Oh no. And it only took the us, ones I and it only took us 10 minutes. Connect, yeah, it's done now. Right, the, the entire world is is through with that routine, but Mark. But me. Oh so no, no, I'm right there with him. There we go. I <laughs> I'll die on that hill with Mark. I got to rewatch him because it wasn't a one gag thing. So I got to refresh myself and get some new material. My my wife keeps telling me that. Good stuff. They'll do it again. Can't wait. The Californians. The Californians. Frankly, I think one of the freeways is shut all night tonight. So I forget which one it is, but you can't take that. I think it's the five. Oh, man. That's a big one. Yeah. Right around Magic Mountain. Well, that's going to make it tough for uh, tough for Phil Donnelly to get home from Disneyland. He's been sending me um, he's been sending me pictures from his his trip to Disneyland today. Like 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 I'm like I'm not the one that needs to know about that stuff. He, he, he ran into some some Disney YouTubers, and I was trying to get them to trip them. Uh, <laughs> best thing to do. Right? Like, take out their legs and say, what's on Joe Biden sent you? <laughs> what are the odds that Bill's at Disneyland today, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's... it's the, the the odds are always better than 50% that Phil is yeah. at So, yeah. like, like, as much as we see Phil here on this show, that might, make, that might put us in second place just ahead of his home. Most people are still looking for their happy place. Right, his just happens to be the happiest place. Yeah. So, right, you know. he just he just has to uh, he has hey, to admit. pay hundreds of dollars for a season pass every year. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say some people light hundred dollar bills. Some people go to Disneyland every day. Some yeah. people don't want money. <laughs> they they they're closing um, Splash Mountain. So that's right. They're gonna Tiana it up, right? Right, I think so. People are selling Splash Mountain water online. Oh they dip jars in on the ride and label it. And and, it you know, goes. I saw that and I'm like, and do what with it? I don't mind that people are selling it. I mind that people are buying it. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, at a certain level, you can almost go like, stick a test tube in the Pacific. I mean, you know, right? Or, or just, um, anyways. But like, somebody selling it, whatever. A sucker and his money are soon parted. But yeah, it's the buyers that are probably the the bigger problem. Yeah. Well, they'll never open Splash Mountain again, at least until they take Uncle Remus out. I mean, come on. Right. Right yeah. My favorite was years ago, an NBA player fell on the court and cracked a tooth, and someone in the front row got it and tried to oh. sell it on eBay. Hey, look, I got Kevin Willis's tooth. Jeez. Wait, your ex, Kevin Willis? That's not yours. <laughs> You're supposed to give that back, hey, man. Yeah. Ju just, hey, look, just like when a baseball lands in the stands. I'm just I saying. Don't know, a tooth on the ground. Look, man, there's there's Ew. a whole cottage industry of <laughs> used napkins and discarded bubble gum, and yeah, you know, it it the the mind spins. Anyways, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, be sure to click the little like button down below, uh, leave a big boy comment, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you catch us on Facebook, um. Uh, Give us a heart. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. Uh, and of course, if you're catching us on on uh, wherever you catch your audio podcasts, leave us a review. We haven't had a good 
good review in a long time. Five stars. Six. Dave Meltzer gave us nine. Wow. Stars, they'll give you, let you give. Right. Added extra stars. Yep. That's right. Bonus stars. Well, we used to get more reviews, but Forrest McNeil disappeared. Oh. Pretend uh, pretend we're in the Tokyo Dome. That's like a bonus star right off the bat. Right. We just mentioned the Young Bucks. Two stars. Right. <laughs> That's what now we've we've got Mark in a pissy wrestling mood. Yeah. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. I could feel the heat flowing within him. Right. It was a, I got, I'll tell you, between dinner and the pre-show, it was a rough couple hours. I'm calming down now, but yeah, I was. I was what what do you say we get the community calendar? Woohoo! Uh, Absorb it. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one? Well, troubling so good <laughs> no, really the great part of it is like i didn't send him any of that i'd have gladly sent him along if he wanted the the the, the individual the individual bits to no. he pulled that ex entirely off of the clips that were already online so the best bit watch this back it hypnotized the cat for a couple seconds yeah <laughs> it was just like, it. look at him now put him to sleep yeah now i feel sick it's like he's hairball now those psychedelic videos really get you, huh? Yeah. And he's only got one eye, so it must have been really effective. That's probably it. It's super yeah. intense. Apparently, yeah. apparently that uh, the community calendar song will be opening for Kraftwerk next week in Berlin. <laughs> and Ramstein. <laughs> Ramstein. <laughs> got you here. There you go. <laughs> Wait, where are we, babe? Wasn't it Finland or Poland or something? Poland oh. is our number five on uh, on uh, Spotify last year. Awesome. Rocking wow. it up the charts in Krakow. Right. Take it. Right. I was big in the Philippines for a week. So, hey. <laughs> Try and bring that audience on in. That's, that's yeah. Got our, we got big numbers tonight. So, those, it's that Philippine crowd. They're, they're coming with me. Well, it really did knock him out. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, he fell. <laughs> he could take no more and jump. There, there it went. Uh, Jeff Butler, I'm reminded of Ernie McCracken talking, tossing Munson's hand into the crowd in Kingpin. Lucky <laughs> fan got a souvenir. There you go. <laughs> if it makes it to the fans, it's it's a souvenir. Right. It's like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and his ABBA souvenir. <laughs> Anyways, it is happening tomorrow. It's Super RetroCon in Florida State Fairgrounds, Tampa, Florida. Uh, got toys and collectibles, music and VHS, uh, contests and cosplay and cosplay contests. Got a free play arcade, which is cool, including a pinball alley uh, and retro consoles. And I believe parking is free. What else can you ask for? <coughs> Pretty fantastic. Right. So check them out on Facebook if you're anywhere around Tampa or or the the panhandle or whatever the peninsula they call the the wang of florida <laughs> um whatever it is wherever you are just get get yourself to super retrocon the panhandle again, is the part that connects to the u.s yes yeah yes well i'm trying to get both parts because they're very right. very different type of societies the panhandle not the bell end <laughs> sure i i like i like the wang i like calling it the wang that's where classic that's the Tallahassee Daytona end, I believe. 
think so. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Hulk Hogan's going to be there at the Scientology booth. It's going to be great. Oh, should be. Is Hulk that. a Scientologist? Uh, he's being recruited. Nice. Oh, no. Any anybody with more than twenty five bucks is being recruited. He wants to tell you something, brother. Yeah. Let's let's hope he's got that much sense. Although he's been hit yeah. he's been head, hitting the head a lot in his almost seventy years. So he doesn't need the money. He's got that gawker money, right? right? Like, <laughs> Hogan's good. Gawker money. That's the truth. It's uh. He used he used to live in the valley. You'd run into him at the Ralphs. Yeah, he was a straight oh, yeah. Californian until he went all Tampa. Yep. <laughs> Started showing up at lightning hockey games in front of dozens of fans. <laughs> dozens. Until he realized nobody wanted to make movies with him anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Anyways, also this weekend, uh, this is tomorrow, uh, G.I. Joe Winterfest happening in the suburbs of Louisville, Kentucky, This uh, specifically Shepherdsville. Uh, you can find out all about it at kygijoe.com. Just slide on over to the website. That's what took Mike out on the sidewalk. A lot of hot G.I. Joe action going on in Shepherdsville this weekend. That's right. That's right. But, uh, um, you know, so so frictionless, it's hard to make heat. <laughs> so it's Winterfest. Moist wound. Hey, admission's just eight bucks. That's pretty good. Just eight? No, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and, uh, That's pretty good. <laughs> As we're sitting, here, we're sitting here trying to think of of terrible KY jokes. Diana's being the pro. Yeah, actual information out to the people who might want. Just eight dollars. But if you're in and around uh, Louisville, Kentucky, GI Joe Winterfest is where you want to be. That is a great Joe room. I, I've I've met those guys. I've been to others other others of their show. I get whatever they they run a couple over the course of the year. I've been to their shows before. Always a great Joe room. Uh, whether you collect four inch or twelve inch or or anything in between, uh, so again, GI Joe Winterfest outside Louisville tomorrow. Also, also on Facebook. So if you're if you got a Facebook account, uh, head over there, get all the details. I better get a damn medal for letting that four inch or twelve inch whatever's your thing line go. <laughs> it's, it was twelve inch or four inch and everything in between. Okay. Well. Oh. But nothing under four inches, eh? No, no. Oh, come on now. Got to have something. I mean, yeah. You got to think of her needs a little bit. I mean, come on. Sometimes even it's the, what you do with it, but you can't do much with anything yeah. under four inches. Even Cookie, even cookie Monster's like, yeah, that's whack. Yeah. No. <laughs> that cat's out. Forget yeah. this. Ah, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> he, he senses the microphone, so he's in. Well... Here we go. We can make him come back in anytime I want with the power of treats. Right now he's ripping my jeans. Here, get up. That's okay. Ripped jeans are in. Yeah, they are. Yep. We're going to, you know, hire him out at the gap and he'll pre rip your jeans <laughs> for you. Hey, come custom, bucks. custom he makes, made. He makes 50 yep. bucks now. You can get an extra 50 bucks on that. Then we'll do Instagram videos of him making them and then that's just like the double kill there. Oh, yeah. So let's uh one eye cat rich jeans on command. I'm yeah. watching that video. <laughs> let's slide on out of Winterfest. That's it. And uh <laughs> all the way to Pasadena. That's just how good Winterfest is. Uh but uh, that is also ne- this weekend on Sunday. 
yep. on the 29th in Pasadena at the convention center. You get more details at PasadenaComicCon.com. Uh, noted G.I. Joe illustrator Jamie Sullivan will be there. I might be there, too. I'm going to try and make it there. Cullen and I are going to try and head out there. So that begs the question, Diana, without giving away your home address, because we're not Jake Paul, um, how would you get from your house to Pasadena College? There's a couple of ways. Now, I could either drive down Coenga and get on the uh, 101 to the, wait, is it the 101? Yeah, the 101 to the 134 and just take that out to Pasadena. I think it changes numbers a couple of times. Or I could go and get on the 5. Take that to the 101 where it meets the 134 and head out that way. Usually we avoid the five because of the construction. I think we broke my. I He's think gone. We did. <laughs> Watch, I'm going to time this. It's going to jam. I was just being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's two. That means I don't have to do the gag next week. No, we're doing it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. No, it doesn't. I'll believe that when I see it. Joe DiMaggio got two hits in a game. It didn't mean he got credit for the next day, baby. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Just stroll right into that one, Diana, by all means. It sounds so much better when an actual Californian does it because they actually know what they're talking about. Well, that's because we... Rattling off three parallel freeways like it makes sense. (laughs) When you do that, all of us are sitting here like, that's that's not how you get there. That doesn't work. Nope. That's not even a real highway. Look, man, I'm from Oregon. We got, we got one, and it goes up and down just to get to California. That's pretty much Look, it. Sometimes in in L.A., it's faster to hop on the freeway for one on and off ramp than to actually drive on the streets. So sometimes just to go around the block, you still have to get on the freeway. <laughs> it's all right, so long as you're quiet. We yeah. drove we drove a giant dually pickup truck filled with NBA backboards to the NBA All-Star Game at the Forum. Uh or a Staples Center. It was like 2005. And we found that we were worried about driving this big honking truck full of product in California traffic. And what we found was it wasn't that bad. The drivers were not that aggressive. You could get around okay. It only got bad if you actually signaled your lane changes. Well then they accelerate. Yeah, because then they're like, uh-uh, not you. You're not getting truck, Right? So we actually learned, don't signal. It'll make your life easier. And Just go. Yeah, just go. Don't give them a chance to make your life hard. So It was sorry. like that It was like that in St. Louis, too, actually. And what I started doing, because I, I am a notorious lane signaler, um, but uh, what I would start, I would start making my merge and then put the blinker on. So I'd already be halfway in the lane, and then they'd start to speed up, and I'd just be kind of waving at them. I was, I was, I was an asshole in my own way. Out here in Rhode Island, at a, a four-lane highway, at a or big street, at a stoplight, both lights turn green for opposite ways, and the dude who wants to turn left without an arrow, just a green light, will turn in front of the oncoming traffic every time. The second the light turns green. Oh. Well, and when I got here, I got I got nearly hit, like or and I got honked at a ton with my left blinker on, sitting in the intersection, you know, waiting for it to be clear for me. Right. right. As as all fifty of the uh, 
<laughs> different driver's manuals across the country will tell you to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But out, out here, and I don't, I expect it now, but I never wave the guy. I just wait. It was like, whatever. I know what you're going to do. I'm it's, not it's, proud of you. It's mass hole overflow. So mm -hmm. bad. And the fact that my son is just starting to drive with the worst drivers in the world in the most distracted driving environment ever. Right. Gives me, gives me a pause now and then. Yeah. Right. Stop clawing the chair. Gives him pause too. Right. Yep. Uh, a lot of things do that, yeah. in fairness. Speaking nothing of nothing quite like our psychedelic intro, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I might have to have a tape of that for when he's misbehaving. Here, Cat, watch this. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of St. Louis, a Toy Man show is happening on Sunday. They'll be at the two-story Machinist Hall from 9 to 2, $5 to get in, $15 for early bird at 8 a.m., uh, which, if you, you want to score the really sweet deals, that's it's not a bad ten dollars to spend. Um, love Toy Man, can't can't recommend it enough. Like I said, every last week they they do it eight times a year. So, uh, and it's always just a, a a hugely stuffed building full of toys from the '30s all the way through today. So can't can't beat Toy Man for an experience. Just how does he have that drum on him? Backstrike. It's just a cartoon. No, it must like, work out. He does. He's got some amazing back strength. Yeah. And Plus if you see only... Dave Draper, you know what to do. Right. If you see Dave Draper, give him a hug. Tell him what Sancho Mine sent you. That'll get you zero percent off your next admission. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to give us like an like angry, you know, PO'd texts and messages from Dave because I, I, I would just laugh. <laughs> but if you get a picture of somebody getting a hug on Dave Draper, then then that might be worth something out of the prize vault. Oh, yeah. Or a video of the hug and then him chasing and beating that big drum. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris is the guy with the drum, and Chris has lost probably 100 pounds since the last time I've seen him. Uh, so he probably could handle that drum now. I imagine there's been some work put in. Uh, anyways, Toy Man, Sunday, 9 to 2. And uh, lastly, on community calendar for today, uh, Toy Hio happening on February 11th from 11 to 4. You can get on out that way and meet author Pixel Dan, YouTuber, all-around mensch, mm -hmm. good fella. Got to, I've got to hang out with Pixel Dan at Toy Man show before, in fact. Oh, cool. We ran a booth together. He, he brought a bunch of stuff, and it had sold out by like 10 o'clock. So, how much does it cost to get into that? To get into Toy Hio? Yeah, I don't know. I checked their YouTube page. Ah, I, offhand, I don't, I'm not sure, but he will have his book. So, if you're into guys with furry shorts, uh, Pixel Dan wrote the definitive Belomo style book, and um, he knows his stuff. So, get on out, get the book. Dan will sign it. It'll, everybody will be happy. Everyone will feel good. A ton of He Man fans out there. If you so. tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you, he'll he'll probably look at you just as quizzically as Dave Draper did. Right? Who he'll, is he'll, into furry shorts? He will rip off his pants NBA warm up style and reveal the furry shorts. Reveal his furry shorts. <laughs> That's it. When I was a little kid, I was at like Zuma Beach. I won't tell you the freeways to get there because that'd take too long. <laughs> but I was at I was at Zuma Beach. That's right near the beach that's at the end of um, Planet of the Apes. But I was looking at the guy lying on a towel next to me. And I thought I didn't know they made fuzzy bathing suits. It was like really furry swim trunks. 
And I looked oh, for no. a little longer, and he shifted, and I realized he he wasn't wearing fuzzy swim trunks. He was wearing a thong. So oh, that scarred oh, me for life. Oh, oh, so he man takes on something a little furry <laughs> shorts. Uh, maybe those aren't shorts. Ugh. Then the guy rolled over and it wasn't any better. Oh, God, I didn't wait for that. <laughs> uh, Matt Rubin informs us, Toy, Toy Ohio, admission available at the door, $10 early bird at 10 o'clock, $5 general admission from 11 to 4. Admission is cash only. That's pretty good. So thank you, Matt Rubin. Who is the fastest, fastest Facebooker in the West? That's it, or the East, as it were, as it may be. It's Western Pennsylvania, right? Well, it was Northwestern, right? It's still in the West. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for community calendar. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. See, the cat didn't like that one. If you got something for community calendar, send it to that email that you saw on the screen, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Really, if you've got anything for us here at What's on Joe Mind, that's the email to send it to. Uh, make, keep, makes it real easy to keep all that stuff focused on the show if you're sending it to the Gmail address. And I know just because our fans are going to want to, are going to ask for it anyway. I'm going to play this one more time. Uh, Absorb Vid, I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one? Well, you know, I just realized that it, in the background of when I show up on there, there's me talking about being a shiftless layabout. Right. <laughs> The proportions on that Twilight Zone guy falling towards the camera are just dreadful. There's so much worse, all blacked out, shadowed like that, right? It just ugh. he's kind of blocky too. Yeah, it's like a transformer. Might be yeah. a robot, robot, robot. Sean Russell says that Dave Draper stayed at his house for 2012 JoeCon. No hugs were given. Well, I mean, you probably just didn't try. No free lunches, man. You should get yeah. a hug. <laughs> no hugs given, no hugs taken. Exactly. They have to be taken. You can't give. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't give. They have to be taken. Absorbid says that that is a Scarlet 25th anniversary. So figure. Well, yeah. yeah, that explains the blockiness. Yeah. And, and you know, as sad as it sounds, that was still the best Scarlet figure for a long time. <laughs> no. Same. It wasn't a great figure, but it was better than the one from 82, and that's all they had ever given us to that point. So, yeah. I found some of my old Lazy Bastard custom attempts, and I had, I think I had a Ninja Force Scarlet that I had literally sliced the head off. So I think I was planning to try to put that on an 82 body to give her a decent head. Because there's nothing wrong with the 82 body, right? The head's no, just a mess. But never, never quite got to finish that. Yeah, the head looks like Flash with a different haircut. It's pretty much <laughs> Flash with a blowout. Punk Flash. Harry could never figure out. And they're just like the ponytail. Nah, no, don't worry about it. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Guys don't care. Girls don't care. <laughs> Raymond Sheffield says, "Hey everyone, I've subscribed. Smash the like button, and here's the little happy smiley huggy guy." Yes, I'm talking about. Yay. He's got the 
There we go, Raymond. Thank you. That's a new name. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you. But uh, what do you say we, we get to the news? Because that's yeah. probably what we've got 81 people live watching us live waiting for. 81? Wow. Yeah, that's not bad. What? Oh. Pump it's a pump what? fake. Right. going to start doing that double click thing we're going to have problems that's a world famous mike irizarry pump fake that made him a playground hoops legend on the bad streets of east st louis no i didn't grow up there man yeah. no but that's where you made your money oh look man if you're going to make your money playing ball there's no no better place to do that than this the, the streets of indiana what about Rutgers park uh, uh, overrated. Okay. Overrated. You're done with that. Your record yeah. career is over. Right. Right. I fell on my knees today. So. <laughs> right now your That's whole it. career is over. Your power. Yeah, once, once the knees go. Once he's knees. got he's got seeping knees. Slipped on the Moist dry part. Seeping knees. <laughs> so I, I tore my ACL. I was 19 playing basketball, ironically enough. And actually I got better after that because my knees felt better after that. No. Oh. So yeah, my my the knee that I've had reconstructed is the stronger of the two. It's, that? it's very strange. That's that Steve Austin stuff, man. It is. Yeah, it's, every time better. I jump, you get that. Somehow it goes slow motion. It's weird. Right. <laughs> Does Rob ever grab your head and try to look through the back of it? <laughs> no. Or if he does, and if he does, he's at least considerate enough to wait till I'm asleep. Yeah, fair enough. Trying to flashlight through it. Or like he calls it, <laughs> unobstructed access. Yeah. So, yeah. You run really fast in circles. <laughs> Rob is, if nothing, if nothing else, extremely considerate. There you go. He's very well mannered. He is. That's it. look. When when we're seen in public, he is he is referred to to my face as the nice one. <laughs> so it, it must must be, it must be true. Or you know, people like trying to get my goat like. You're not nice. You're you're quick. You you got that one yeah. down. Yeah, because everybody calls Rob the nice one, and I just say yes. So did mom. Anyway, yes, but I'm, oh. <laughs> mom wasn't lying. <laughs> I guess they wasted most of the nice. Not wasted, but they put a little extra nice on Rob, and there wasn't that much left. There was not. No. And Which then by the time. That, by the time the younger siblings came along, it had recharged a little bit. So you just so your dad decided to to name one of the ones one of the mean ones stinky. <laughs> oh, she's pretty civil too. Okay. It's really me me and Jim are, are kind of the ones that are the shoot from the hip types. So someone's gotta do it. Right. He he's probably more so than I am. So we haven't gone triple ears area in a long time. Yeah. Well, we only did it the once. I know. We almost got at that last Joe Con. And because that didn't happen, you got a place to stay in the Con Hotel. That's yeah. What I'm talking about. Mark Mark Weber, the direct beneficiary of my my family's inability to plan a cohesive vacation. <laughs> that was a good Joe Con too. It was it was. It was, yeah. They missed a they missed a fine opportunity to to drop our our proverbial TNT. Mm. I missed that one. It looked good from afar. 
David Allen says it's better to have an evil twin. Well, we don't really do twins, but yeah, you got to you got to do the goatee if you're going to be the evil twin, right? The eye patch. Yeah, I, I don't have the ability to get really convincing facial hair. So, Jimmy, Maybe, no. what about you, Rob? Could you be the evil twin? Could you be the Garth Knight of the, the show? Garth Knight? <laughs> Drive Goliath on well, in. then I'm just gonna have the little stupid thing here and the you know <laughs> the soul patch and the Ricky Ricardo. Oh yeah, oh god. I saw clips of that. I saw clips of that on YouTube a couple weeks ago. I was like, wow, that's just although so that's, much worse than I remember. It's not the Ricky Ricardo because Ricky never had a mustache. It's more the Andy Divine. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Jeff Butler says, uh, get a Zamot scar. There, that's how you that's there how you, you Oh yeah, but I like what Doug said. I I was put I was Lenny. Jeez, I went. Wait, what's different? Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh. I, I've I've got pictures. So, anyways, first news item. Do, 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 do. First news item sucks. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro laying off fifty percent of the global workforce. Uh, President and COO Eric Nyman, who got the job about a year ago, will depart the company. Uh, revenue was at uh, 1.68 billion for quarter four. Uh, that was down 17% year on year. So, uh, 17% from quarter four of 2021. Uh, Wizards of the Coast and digital gaming was up 22%. Consumer goods were down 26%. Uh, that's toys, ladies and gentlemen. Entertainment was down 12%. Uh, total revenue for 2022, 5.68 billion, which was down 9% from 2021. Uh, source of all these statistics is toybook.com. Uh, let me go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll read to you straight off of their, um, right off of their website. Provided I can find it. There it is. Um, despite strong growth in Wizards of the Coast and digital gaming, Hasbro Pulse and our licensed busy, license, licensing business, our consumer products business underperformed in the fourth quarter against the backdrop of a challenging holiday consumer environment, CEO Chris Cox said. Uh, we are focused on implementing transformational changes aimed at substantially reducing costs and increasing our growth rates and profitability. While the full year 2022, and particularly the fourth quarter, represented a challenging moment for Hasbro, we are confident our Blueprint 2.0 strategy unveiled in October, which includes a focus on fewer, bigger brands, gaming, digital, and our rapidly growing direct-to-consumer and licensing businesses. Through this strategy, we are putting the consumer at the center of everything we do, and our operational excellence program is on track to drive significant cost savings across the business and improve our overall competitiveness. These strategic pillars help to improve our results, particularly operating profit margin and revenue growth in key categories in a challenging fourth quarter and lay the groundwork for continued progress in 2023, end quote. So yeah, lots of cor corporate gobbledygook there saying uh, we we didn't have a good year and now it's time to pay the piper. Yeah, um, That's like yeah. a thousand people they're laying off. Yeah, yeah, 15% is, is no good. Uh, the Killer Weezer says Mike's twin parts his hair in the opposite direction. Not true, Mark. Mike's evil twin parts his hair right down the middle. Oh, yeah, the flying wedge. That's right. Well, hey. Oh. But, um, Girls can do that. Girls can get away with that. Guys, mm. yeah, no, it was, uh, it was what was, Im it was what it was imparted on me till I was about four years old and rebelled for the first time. Anyways, um, 
back to Hasbro laying off 50% of its global workforce. Uh, I, how much workforce do they have left? Oof. It just seems right. like every six months, there's another huge cut of jobs. And yet we keep seeing more and more different and diverse product coming to the market. How are we getting away with this one? Just as much work just piled on to the people who remain and the people who are left are happy to still have their jobs. So, I mean, they don't complain and they do their best, but only so many hours in the day. So, right. You know, you can't get you know, squeezing water out of a stone at this point. And right. Nyman, who I knew just a little bit, had been there forever, 18 years. And I think my guess is he never thought he'd be CEO because Brian Golden was relatively young for a CEO. And right. So we just assumed it would be Golden's show forever unless he went fully Hollywood, which was, I think he, I think it wasn't CBS hiring a new head or something somewhat, you know, in the last couple of years and Golden had his hat in that ring. So most people thought that's the only move out and then he passed away. Right. Uh, he, was, he was on the board at Paramount. So that was, yeah. And so, he would have thought he had more uh, pull over those Hasbro movies being on the board of Paramount. But um, but when Nyman became COO last year, I was like, that's cool. But I don't know if I have no idea if there was friction with him and the big boss or if he just thought it's another youngish guy and I'm not going to hang around for a job that I probably want but might never get. He'll do fine. Um, but he was the guy when I was there, when I started in February 2012. They had an idea fair later that year where you could pitch whatever you wanted on a trifold board. And the the C-suite would come around and they'd give you your four or five minutes for your pitch. I think it was three minutes, actually, three-minute pitch. And then at the end, they would give out, you know, awards for most creative, you know, best thought out. And then the grand winner would get their idea greenlit, whatever it was, greenlit, new toy line, new whatever. And my pitch was new Joe animation, whether it was on TV or web based. Like I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna make it so big that they couldn't say yes. And I pitched a whole bit that was gonna be smart, that was gonna be uh, mid teen focused, but uh, accessible for a younger kid and not and smart, so adults would have dug it too. And I put a lot of work into it, and I asked all my artist friends to draw pick a Joe and draw them as a kid. And I got some cool stuff. I got, I'll have to find the, the Duke so Diana can sign off. Yeah, it. yeah. It's a, like a fifth grade Duke saluting the flag at the Pledge of Allegiance. Pretty good. Uh, so I've called in all my favors for my artist buddies and had all this unique artwork. And I really thought it went well. And when they gave out the awards, I got nothing. No uh -oh. mention, not a thing. And I didn't think I was going to win. But I put so much more work into it than everyone else. And I was over there at the corner, must have looked a little crestfallen, didn't know anybody, hardly anybody very well yet, working on Transformers. Been there a couple months. And the guy who came up to me was Eric Nyman. And he said, your presentation was amazing, but they're not going to approve any Joe animation right now. And I'm like, okay. It was, was nice. It was really nice. And he didn't know me from Adam, right? I'd, he'd been there, you know, eight years, I guess, at that point. And I'd been there four months, right? But he saw, he liked my presentation, but he must have known it's going nowhere. Right. And then he spotted me literally against the wall, disappointed that I didn't even get mentioned. 
and he thought I'm going to come over and make that guy, guy's day better. So now he was he was a tiger, and he was he was hard to deal with. I'm told. I didn't run in his circle. I didn't swim in his pool uh, very often. Not quite but, that far up the ladder, huh? No, I was never I was never close uh, to uh, shooting the blank with with Eric Nyman. But as a as a sea level guy, he took time out of his day to make sure the the new kid knew that it wasn't his fault that he wasn't getting any shine for his hard work on his Joe Tips. So I appreciated that. Uh, I never had a problem with them, and it's most of their layoffs don't hit the C suite that often. And there were a couple people who'd been there quite a while who were real talents. Uh, Michelle Favalora had been there forever, who was running Joe for a while. Joe Nivaji, who was there for a while and was running Joe for a heartbeat, who left on their own this year. And so I think it was in the tea leaves or maybe even mentioned that there's cuts coming. I know this was fourth quarter numbers, but I, I doubt that they were taken totally surprised by them. So now they're starting to see good people that they'd like to keep leaving because they don't trust the environment. And that's that's a new level. They weren't really there yet, but they got there this year. And this right. is only going to exacerbate that kind of thing. Right. It, it's, uh, it's tough to expect people to continue to do their work at a high level of competence when they're constantly having to look over the shoulder. Yeah. And when their their job in a month is going to be harder than it was today for the same money. So yeah. they, are, they are in a rough spot. And I'm not... You know, I've, I've got my own history with Hasbro, but I'm not saying this with any malice or, or glee because I still have friends there. Not as many, uh, but... Not possible because there's only seven people that work there. Yeah, and they, they make my favorite brand and a couple of my favorite brands. So I'm not... I've never wished ill on Hasbro. I don't understand a lot of their decisions, one in particular. Um, but... You just start to wonder. It's not like one of the Hassenfelds still sits on the board. I wonder what he thinks about what the company has kind of devolved into. That uh, that it's a shame. That statement you made about them not trusting the environment. I remember at the beginning of the year reading uh, an article about um, you know the growth in toys during the pandemic. Yeah, and they talked to people from Mattel, and they talked to people from Hasbro, and you could not get more different outlooks. The Hasbro people were like, "This was a bump. We need to pull back. This isn't going to last." You know, I'm being completely negative, way very conservative. You know, and but Mattel was like, "This is something that we can build on. We're going to try and build on the growth and see if we can, you know, sustain the momentum." And I mean, if you look at you know, the, the marketing strategies of like, you know, some of their bigger, more premier brands, you're seeing that reflected. I think, you know, Mattel churns out tons of Masters of the Universe stuff, you know, in, in different lines. I mean, you know, they're doing a Barbie movie, so there's going to be Barbie all over the place. Not that there's never not Barbie all over the place. Right. But, um, and, and Hasbro's like, yeah, we got, you know, it's, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know how many folks out there are poker players, right? And and I'm not a big poker player myself, but I think there's a lot of parallels with GI Joe and Masters, and and putting it in poker terms is maybe the best way I can do it. 
in that, um, you know, taking the temperature on Masters of the Universe, Mattel sensed that the time was right for a comeback and pushed all of its chips in the center of the table and said, let's do this. Yeah. You know, Hasbro sensed that the time was right for G.I. Joe to make a comeback, and they're just check-raising. They're waiting to see what everybody else is betting, and then when they see what's in the table, they yeah. just kind of push a few chips into the table. And then when that wins for them, they do the same thing on the next hand, where they just they check and they wait to see what everybody else is putting into the table, and then they push into the table. It's yes. a very slow and not confident way to deal with a, a property that's frankly has been a, a hit for them for three or four years now. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 frustrating from out within our small prism. And then if you figure that that's how they're dealing with everything on the whole, you know, it, like every step that they take seems to be a safe step. If you look at new Hasbro Transformers product, you can't get a wave of Transformers out without another Optimus and another Bumblebee because they know they can sell those in theory, right? Right. So, well, it's like everything Snake Eyes. But the frustrating part is the people who are working on the lines are coming up with great ideas that get shot down because of that tactic. I mean, for everything we see, think of all the fantastic pitches that must have been made that, well, no, we're not going to do that right now. Right. And that's frustrating as heck because you, you, you know you want to make a good product and get it out and you know people are going to like it. And you, you play the... Uh, you're too cautious. Well, and you know the internal confidence in the brand had to get shaken, and the people who don't, internal people who don't believe in GI Joe, and there's plenty of those, uh, even way up the food chain, when the movie failed so spectacularly, they looked at. You know, it got looked at by people who didn't know better, or by people looking for an arrow to shoot, by saying, "Well, that's it. The property just doesn't resonate today." Instead of look, actually taking a fair look at it and or knowing the source material well enough and going, it not only is it a betrayal of a lot of the source material, but it's just a terrible movie. Right. Right. There's right. nothing. It's just a really bad movie. Yeah, Joe, be damned. So I, I think I think a lot of fans out there would have taken betrayal of the source material a little bit better had the movie been any good. Right. Yeah. 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 I was angriest about using Western cameramen to film Eastern choreographed fight scenes so that something that could have looked awesome looked like an old John Wayne fight. It was an it was an MTV video shot in Blair Witch style on fast forward. Like it was so hard to follow. It was hard to tell who was getting stabbed, but I guess in the end nobody did. I, I had fun at the movie because it was my first movie after a pandemic and I got to right. see it with Henry Golding in there and the Joe on Joe guys were there and and we got to see Larry walking through and it was it was good. But even even when the I just thought of it as this is the cartoon. So that's a cartoon snake eyes and we're getting that explains the snakes and the jewels and the, that's it's exactly like a cartoon episode. But I'm like, man, you had a really great fight choreographer. And all the actors spent months and months training. And then you it, get it, some. It, Western... it just goes to show how hard uh, it is to make a movie. <laughs> it is. Right. Especially when you make silly choices. Right. Right. And they got a they they got themselves a great cast for that movie. I'm not going to pin that yeah. on the actors. 
People forget that. It's like when people trash uh, episode one for Star Wars, right? Oh, I hated it. Jar Jar. And you're like, yeah. But you didn't like Darth Maul? You didn't like the best saber fight in any Star Wars movie? Like, be careful when you throw it all out. And when people, you know, poop all over the Snake Eyes movie, I'm like, you didn't like the Sto- you didn't like Storm Shadow, huh? Because he was fantastic. I mean, right? even think about it. The Jar Jar guy nearly killed himself. He was right? so picked on. And Henry Golding reportedly felt pretty horrible about the way some of the Joe fans responded after he'd worked so hard. I'm not mad at Golding at all. No. But, yeah. but no. the idea, if you actually take, if you actually compartmentalize it a bit, Scarlet wasn't bad. Baroness wasn't bad. Storm Shadow was fantastic. They just happened to misunderstand or not care about what actually made the core character of the of modern G.I. Joe special. Right. Writing is important. Writing is not yeah. a minor technical category yeah. of a film. Like Henry Golding could only do so much with the snake eyes that was put in the paper in front of him. Yeah. And that would just was like he did fine for what they gave him. Yeah. They just didn't give him a very good hero to play. And 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 unfortunately he's gonna bear the brunt of that because it's his face. But uh but Let's let's not be too too mad uh, at him. Uh, Sean Russell says the biggest travesty is Akiko lived. That's yeah. not that a travesty. It's a surprise. I like <laughs> yeah, it's, powerful it's, dude. Right. It's the the biggest surprise is that Akiko lived. Well, we didn't. We in fairness to us, when we were reading her pre eulogy when we saw the trailer. <laughs> we didn't know that there was a, a a deal that no one was allowed to die. So it does make her survival. A little less special. See, well, like, like you say, think of like saying, "Hey, look, Ernie survived Sesame Street." Which is, well, think of it like the cartoon. No one dies in the cartoon. So yeah. there, yeah. no one parachutes. Dies. And... As as Buzz Dixon likes to say, "No one dies on camera." Camera, yeah. yeah. So maybe they do. Did anyone even bleed on camera? Might have the first bloodless ninja movie of all time. Oh, there was the <laughs> Blood Brother scene, but that was about it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you're right. It was not never particularly violent bloodletting, though. No. Yeah. Anyway, before, before we get too far off, to be, so you know it's fine. Before we get too far off topic, let's go oh, ahead yeah. and move on to our next news item. Dude, dude. There we go. There we go. Hey. Who? Nope. <coughs> Which one is it? Stinking buttons tomorrow. tomorrow. Whoa! Whoa! We're finally, gonna start. Stop telling you about the upcoming. Total Action Force Battle Year soft cover Kickstarter because it starts tomorrow morning. Right. Uh, Patty and Brian are also doing an appearance uh, out at a, a comic shop in Dublin. So she'll be sure to, to check out Patty's Facebook page. He's got all the details there. If you happen to be uh, over on the the Mary Green Isle of Ireland. But um, for the rest of us, tomorrow morning is when this gets going. So be sure to check Kickstarter tomorrow. Uh, check out the Kickstarter program for uh, the Total Action Force soft cover. We had a lot of folks tell us that uh, they, they didn't see this until after it was done, or, you know, clearly you're not watching enough What's on Joe Mine. We, we put out a special edition on it and everything. Um, so uh, we'll certainly, hopefully, get these guys back to, to chat about this and whatever other projects they got going on soon. But yes, uh, Total Action Force, the Battle Years, the soft cover starts tomorrow. It will fund, please. Trust us on that one. Yeah. Uh, get in on this one. I think there's a lot of folks who missed the boat the first time around. 
and are anxious to get it the second time around. It's going to be less expensive than the hardcover was. I know that was a, a big detractor for some folks. Also, also the exchange rate. So yeah, that's that's uh, the exchange Pound rate is, is down. Better. Uh, so uh, get yourself on board with this one. Beautiful book. Yeah, good stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of GI Joe coffee table type books, and I like this is these guys' two books and Carson's books are the cream of the crop. Yeah. yeah. Absolute cream of the crop. So head on over to the UK, get yourself an Irish hickey, and order the book. Or talk to an Irish hickey, which yeah, is an even, bigger, an even bigger feat. Yeah, he won't fit in the overhead compartment anyway. So. Oh, no, he's kind of tall, so. Yeah, he doesn't Yeah, he's not a thick man, but he is, he is tall, so. Yeah, lean. Anyways. Yeah. Tomorrow, go to Kickstarter. Get there. Or just click the button tonight and you'll send an email and it'll have a neat link in it. And it'll all be compartmentalized for you. No, no fuss, no muss. Easy packaging. If you already have the hardcover, I'll give you a pass. But beyond that, you should beat it. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. There's no, if you got the hardcover, it's the only excuse. Past yeah. that, no excuses. Next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, it's getting to that point where we can remind you about this again. Uh, but the oh. Operation Recall Backer Kit closes on February 28th, 2023. Uh, so if you uh, were part of the Kickstarter for Operation Recall, if you were not part of the Operation Recall Kickstarter, uh, head over to operationrecall.backerkit.com. You can either finalize your choices from the Kickstarter, or if you missed that, you can order anew and get in on this project at the ground floor. Uh, get your choices in there. You get all the background on the char characters and the, uh, the 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 goods that are available through the program and, and all that good stuff. This is Carson's project that he's doing with all of the uh, original G.I. Joe creators from Larry Hama, Kirk Bazigian, uh, Doug Hart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, get over to uh, operationrecall.backerkit.com. Check it out. You've got to about a month. And um, you know, get your get your uh, get your backer kits filled out and finalized. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have to pub this that much, right? Legit, it's the best thing to happen to Joe since the real American Joe, because it's the same damn guys, right? So, right, it's that good. Like, get get you some, and if you have some, go get you some more. So somebody uh, somebody seems to understand that they've turned Diana into a treat machine. Yep, he's trained me well. <laughs> oh, the cookie monster. Oh, yeah. he he. If I leave the room, he stands at the gate and meows. Loud. It's amazing how loud he can meow. He's, he's a big fella. He's got that resonance. Yep. Next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, coming up soon, Renegade Con Virtual is back. Uh, it'll be February 3rd and 4th. That is next weekend. Uh, two panels that probably be of notice uh, notice to us as Joe fans. On Friday the 3rd, um, if you'll remember, um, the Hasbro folks did announce that uh, there was, was going to be something related to G.I. Joe in a new version of Axis and Allies. There is an Axis and Allies panel uh, Friday night. That is at 7.30 p.m. 4.30 Eastern time. That's a nice lead-in to what's on Joe Mind. 
Uh, and then Saturday, February 4th, G.I. Joe Tabletop Games at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, so two panels to check out there. You can go and uh, head to RenegadeCon. Renegade, what is the website? Let me pop over that real quick. It's alt.black.com slash helicopters. Stop it. <laughs> RenegadeGameStudios.com. Thank you. That's, that's where all the details are. Uh, you can get a full schedule to the events and check out what you want to check out. Uh, but uh, our, our pal Ryan Costello will be part of the panel on Saturday. Uh, so if you want to see a familiar face, that's our buddy Ryan Costello. He, he helped write the role-playing game last year that we, we talked about uh, quite a bit. So I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Axes and Allies. Nope. The, the seven-hour a... minimum World War II reenactment game yeah. that my idiot friends would always decide was a good idea to start at midnight. <laughs> oh. But it, it was fun, and you could reskin it for Joe in a heartbeat. So there was the best one ever. Uh, the first time we played, they're like, okay, Weber, you're Germany. That makes sense. All right, fine. And then my buddy Roto was Japan, so we were the Axis powers. And we conquered the world. But the end was our buddy Seth had one carrier with one troop battalion on it, just barely staying away from the combined naval might of the Axis Empire. We chased that bastard all over the world. <laughs> we finally conquered the world by beating uh, the last U.S. battalion. I think we sank the boat in off Madagascar. So that's where democracy died. <laughs> Just oh. off the coast and the future heads of eternal baseball <laughs> right. took over the world. I often got stuck playing Russia. Russia was not much fun. Uh, no, unless you played someone who was really overconfident in their abilities, didn't take it seriously enough, and all of a sudden the Russians start building submarines and sinking his damn navy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I played Russia once, and I forgot to strengthen the uh, Western Front, <laughs> and I got overrun, and the game was over in like two hours. And then they accused me of sabotaging it, because I was always the guy going, no, we can't start at midnight, guys. This is always a bad idea. Uh, and so we had to play a second game starting at 2 a.m. because I was so bad at Russia. I, I only played it two or three times, and I always volunteered to be Russia to end the game that much sooner. Because <laughs> with the Russians, I could not care and, and have to act as little as possible. Right. Right. Yeah, so you anyway. can't lay down as U.S. slash Canada. Right. Right. That, like that, nobody's going to buy that. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to lay down anyway because you're so far away from everything. Right. You can sit there and build everything, and then that's my strategy on risk. I held on to Europe in risk, which, you know, has like eight bridges leading in, and it's impossible to hold on to. So I was holding on to Europe, getting the extra army turns, just building up, and aren't you moving out? I go, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. eventually, bleh. I win. <laughs> you can totally do Axis and Allies, though, as yeah. Joe. With Joe and Cobra as the overall teams. with G.I. Right, Joe. Yeah, right, you could do an Iron Grenadiers. You could do an October Guard. Yeah. Uh, you could do a, a Revanche, if you want. Oh, there that's you five back there you go. And a Canadian wing. Well, no, you what? got you got G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, the other powers, Britain, Action Force. If they have that uh, October Guard, anymore. Cobra, and... Uh, and, and the Iron Grenadiers. 
they probably were rolling on that and then they went to go check the action force uh trademark and went what the hell oh well it could be special action force just saying battle action force right just call it renegade con virtual we'll tell you more about it next week uh friday february 3rd access and allies at 7 30 eastern Saturday, February 4th, G.I. Joe Tabletop Games at 2 in the afternoon, Eastern Time. Uh, check them out. Next news item. Doo-doo. That's all you're giving me? It was sudden. All right. Look, it's the Sky Striker. And Lenny's mustache. And you can see pictured there. Uh, uh, shit, I forgot her name. Emily. 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 I, I got I got Miami Dolphins legend Zer- Larry Zonka so so seared <laughs> into my head that I forgot Emily's name. She looks nothing like Larry Zonka. Right, <laughs> she, nothing on uh, on Alex Karras Jr. There, but, uh, <laughs> that is a majestic mustache. That look, I mean, absolutely owning that look, Lenny. He absolutely. all right. We know he's bazooka for Halloween now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ripping Lenny because Lenny no. is a real life friend, and Lenny went shirtless as Road Warrior Animal and pulled it off at Halloween a couple years ago. So, right. not ripping Lenny go. at all. But his full beard has a lot of salt with the pepper, right? But when he cleans it up here, that mustache is pretty pure. Yeah. So he definitely looks younger with the stash. Yeah. So that is it, true, man. Whatever he's doing, it works, right? But obviously, he's uh. He's got the younger look here. Right. That is majestic. I yeah. look I, there you I, go. I could not shave for months and my mustache would not look like that. Part of the elite mustache squad. Right. I get to like five days of growth and it just stops. No, he's on the right brand because that is a Joe quality mustache. That's a that is, that is bazooka with no helmet, is what that is. Yeah. So, anyways, uh they they very, very quietly slipped up an unboxing video today. You can find it on HasbroPulse.com. There's lots of little nuggets of joy in there. Most of it really was just them unboxing and putting together the Sky Striker itself. But there was some actual news. Do, 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 do. Yay. That's right. Joining Classified in 2024 or 23? I don't know. Some point before all the stuff we already know about. Agent Helix and a G.I. Joe Troop Builder pack. Which... uh Lenny did did divulge that it was a, a multiple troop pack and troops would be outfitted for missions in both the land and the sky. So make of that what you will. Jetpacks. Please tell me they'll fix her boobs because my God, it looks so uncomfortable. Right. She she's just looked like she's in pain for a couple decades now. They're 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 squished between a boost a corset and a really tight strap and no wonder she looks so mad right right i'd be fighting people too yeah jesus yeah poor lady so i'm sure i'm sure that's under control as there have not been a whole lot of sculpting problems with with uh classified so far past mark weber the brutal chest cut so outside of that i mean it's not uh, a problem this is a terrible decision right uh, but outside of that, no, no real issues with sculpting on on classified. So we're, I'm hoping that uh, we get a a good definitive look at Helix here and and troop builders. We've had actually several opportunities at troop builders for Joe over the years. Steel Brigade, uh, Green Shirts. Uh, we've got that that uh, kind of 
halo looking future dude from 50th anniversary uh when or, or uh, rather um retaliation uh so who knows who knows we didn't get any images this time around so it could maybe, maybe it's look like one of them maybe it'll be some kind of weird combination of all three who can tell pit commando right pit commandos also in so, there i have so many of those Right. They just kept putting them out at the Hasbro shop, and they were like two ninety nine. It was like I was eight with eight with a real job. <laughs> Every time I'd go in there, I'd buy most of them and leave a couple just so I wasn't that guy, right? And then I'd come back later in the day and be like, right before they closed, and be like, eh, they were there if you want them. Back well, in the cart. I wonder if there'll be a female troop builder as part of the pack. Maybe would hey. that would be cool. It would double the tooling budget. Yeah. Unless they're just using parts. But which is possible. But yeah. I mean, Lady J's got, as far as uniform goes, a pretty generic look. So it might it might be an easy repurposing of that frame if they decide. Or you know, some repurposing off a of cover girl, you know. Right. Right. I, so like I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility, especially if they do a three-figure pack like they do with the Vipers. We don't know for sure that it's... We just know it's a multi-pack, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they did say it would be a pack. They should do... Man, they should do... Whether it's a two- or a three-pack, they should absolutely do... One of the one of the sculpts should be a gal, and they should have uh, multiple heads. Because now you got now you got people buying, like, three or four or five three-packs just to use the different heads on different people. <laughs> but uh, also and they should put blowtorch in there with them. Right. Okay, yeah. why not? But uh, also next month there will be a Joe live stream somewhere in February. Uh, they did not give us an exact date, just that it was coming. And considering we're almost done with January. They don't know who's gonna shoot it or be right. on it for sure. So. Right. Whoever's left whoever's left that knows how to turn on the camera, that's that's who gets to be the <laughs> It's going to be like, wake up and smile. The weatherman is dead. Yeah. <laughs> then the band of the hand shall rule. So now now that we've got Helix and, and uh, Green Shirts knocked out, uh, Diana Davis, you're, you're our guest. Who do you want to see next? I want to see Dawn. All right. I do. I think I, I, think I, wanted, I want to see Dawn Moreno. They've gotten through up to Helix, so we're kind of... I don't think they're going to do pale peony. So, Don's next, right? I mean, well, look, Don Moreno is long overdue for some representation in the action figure form. Yeah, I mean, we're, not, best, talk, we're not talking drippy Japanese statues either. We're talking actual action figures. The best new character in ages, and we're going to get her first figure. Not counting that terrible Shoju or however you say it statue on like her fifth anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Gearing up for <laughs> slow build. Mark Weber, who do you want to see next? Interrogator. That's my guy. Of course. But the likelihood probably pretty damn small. But I'll give you I'll, I'll throw you a bone, Mike. I'd love to see Flash. Right. Flash is my pick until they do it. Yeah, love to see it. Just because visually, if it's if it's anything close to the original, it doesn't have to be the same. But if it has the same padding and the use of the red and a visor and a cool, I would love, I would actually encourage them, new gun, please. Because the gun that came with them was never that cool. So, See, I, I like it. it. I liked it. Nah. But 
needs more. But, but it there was certainly room for improvement. I, I'd love to see it if they did a they did a flash based on his son, his looking sunbow, which is a little bit more streamlined. Yeah, that would fine. be fantastic. I'm just talking with flash. Just give me some give me some red patty war armor. Either way, incorporate the red. Give me the uh, the visor, and beyond that, I don't care. Go nuts. Rack time, Rob. Who do you want to see next? Uh, I'm thinking either Alpine or Ripcord because they haven't announced either of those. All right. Alpine would be cool. Uh, Lo- I, loads I, of cool gear coming with either one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, we know that we know that Rakondo is going to happen yeah. probably yeah. before any of that stuff, right? Un- unless Joe can stop it. <laughs> That's that is her secret mission. She's not actually <laughs> off at work tonight. That's where she's at. She, she is uh, parachuting into Rhode Island to try and stop the. Stop the Ricondo design. Regular. That's, that's why Ricondo's been so hard to find out there. If she mm-hmm. waits, if she waits a couple weeks, maybe they won't have security guards working at night. Yeah. And then she can get right in. I'm just saying. Yeah. The entire security staff was in that 15%. I'm just Fools. A foolish choice. <laughs> but uh, so all right. All right. Alpine would be a neat pick too, because it would like we're getting to the point where Alpine's about the most pronounced character who's who hasn't been done. Hey, give Matt give Matt Rubin's comment a little love here, just because it's shameless self promotion for me. Starts with Tombstone. There we yeah. go. Yeah. See, go. new characters they resonate. That should have been my answer. Anybody brand new. Anybody brand new. Just make one up. I don't Molto. they used to they used to make up 20 characters a year. You can do one. I dare you. I double dog dare you. We added like five last year. In classified? In no, in the comic book. Oh yeah. Well the comics got no problem being creative. I'm just waiting for figures of at least one of them. Be nice. Hot sauce. There yeah. you go. Give me some hot sauce. It took it took five years for Dawn, so don't don't hold your breath. <laughs> well, and that's assuming it's getting done, right? Might be ten right. years for Dawn. Right. Hank Perry brings up that the DDP uh, had several new dreadnoughts that never got made. That's true. Yeah. We're, we're lots of lots of they they had fun with the dreadnoughts that Devils do. But they were they were making new. We got burnout back then, right? They were doing new characters back then. Yeah. yeah. We got Doctor Link Talbot. Doctor Fight, fighting vet, Cookie Monster's least favorite GI Joe. He, Cookie Monster loves his vet. He loves his vet more than me. I guess that's fair. He's in love with Jan. <laughs> Jan at the vet. He gets ex- so excited to see Jan. He pees in his bag on the way there. <laughs> that's, that's love. There you go. You lose bladder control. That's that's yeah. something special. But yes, so uh, get yourself over to Hasbro Pulse, watch their unboxing special. It, it's fun. Uh, you get to see all the the the, the neatness of, of the Sky Striker if yours hasn't shown up yet. Things aren't hitting the What's on Joe Mind compound until Monday or Tuesday next week. Did, so we get a look, did we get a look at the sticker sheet? We did. And Lenny said he fixed it. He said he offered both versions. This is of the arm booster thing. I was desperate for them to fix. I believe so. I don't. I don't think they actually took note of that specifically during the show because there was there were several different 
themes of sticker sheets. Right, right, right. You can you can do your Sky Striker up in a couple different ways, and they were more showing off the different, you know, different overall themes you could put on the plane. And I think you I could, think that's great because it's an easy way to you know encourage multiple purchases or have the fan just be able to dress it however they most want, right? Right. Like the, the Power Glide. Uh, Rattler that we did that you could do up as a Crimson Rattler, you could do up as Power Glide, you could do up as a Joe Plane if you wanted. Uh, well, yeah, it was like whatever you want, but it doesn't cost much to include extra sticker sheets. No, we could we could look at them now if you want. Well, that Ooh. that was going to be the uh, that was going to be where where we segued into. Uh, we're we're going to take what we got in a little bit out of out of order here, as Diana, who is is part of the the lucky folks on the left coast, that uh, that got that Sky Striker already. I got the Sky Striker the day before I got the email telling me it was coming. All right. <laughs> All right. That's why you like it. Okay. We'll let you get that together there. Let me pull this out. Uh, so, yeah, I came like this, right? Whoa. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get in the door Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And again, since my dog likes to destroy boxes, we had to do special stuff to get her in. And then there's they packaged it really well. All right, there's another box inside. There's another box inside, and it says, please open form side. And so I don't know what that means. I flipped it over. It says, please open form side on the other side, too. So, and then you open form side, and it's got a layer of cardboard so you don't slice through your Sky Striker when you're opening the box. Yeah, smart. Yeah, it's really well packed. And so right there is your jet. And it's got nifty handles. Hang on, I'm going to back out here. So you lift that up, and he comes out. And I, I thought I didn't get stickers, because theirs was just on top of the Sky Striker. But the stickers are put right underneath so that they stay flat. Yep. Wow. Well I think I've got them upside down. Here we go. So can can you answer Mark's question then? Did they fix Ace's name yeah. on the cockpit Look, sticker? Looking at the name, the name bit that goes on the side of the cockpit. Originally, and on the artwork on the front, it'll say oh, like, Captain J. Brad Armbruster, which is Interesting. So that might be actually on the Sky Striker itself already. Hold on. Hello, going out to Cujo tonight. How you doing there, bud? I don't. You know what? I don't see. I got the instructions. I got all the all the you know no step no, no step. step no step. Oh boy. Walkway. Sky it's, Striker. It, it, it'll be forty years this Christmas. I'm still getting. Look at all the no step stickers. Flashback. No step stickers. He he is gonna twitch. Ah, okay. Home at the mouth. Because it's white, I couldn't see it, but the stickers have. It's hard to see it. Captain J Armbruster. Oh. So oh. It's hard. It's impossible to see because it's white on white. And that's There's the only version of it. Corporal Wallace A Weems, Snake Eyes. And Captain J. Armbruster. So I guess they didn't. Wait, hold on. And then Lieutenant Wayne Ruffles uh, over next to something flammable. 
<laughs> oh well. Well, that's that Wayne Ruffles hot stuff. So yeah. yeah. All right. So we got that, and here are the the Cobra stickers. They're really nifty, cool. No, 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 no. Okay. I can't open the box because this already found a new home. He's coming to get it tomorrow. Age God, is four we plus. We wouldn't expect you to do that. If people want to see the you, people want to see a plane get assembled, they do that on on the Hasbro. Yeah. Ones. Yeah, you yeah. can go see that. We're not going to put a... that here on our our two bit slime show. But it was packaged so I mean it's packaged so well that even Paloma couldn't destroy it. So we'll put her, this over here. Yeah, Paloma, for folks who don't know, Paloma is is uh, what an eighty pound bulldog. Paloma's actually she's forty three pounds. Oh wow, forty three pounds, but she can jump about four feet in the air, maybe five. <laughs> and she's built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So that's why I thought she was so big. She looks yeah. like cut. She's Cute. less she's half of Splash's weight. Um, so then the, the figures are all packaged really nicely like this. Like they that. Did a, they did a really good job on that. Yeah, you can take yeah. these boxes right out so that you can get into your figures. And let me put this on the floor here. Unfortunately, Cullen's office is uh and the cat's room is full of Cullen's watchmaking stuff, too. Okay, here we go. That's okay. Woo-doo! That's, that's so why it's, it's, you're a guest host. We don't expect you to have a dedicated what's on Joe Mind Room yet. So then you, you pull out these little triangular things carefully. And so the figures are all packaged, you know, back to back. There's paper in between. There we go. Paper in between, packaged really nice. Yeah. They really went a long way to make sure that your figures arrive nicely. So there's our ripcord. Oh wow. There's the back. So good with a file card. Yeah. Yeah. With the night force coloring on the ripcord file card, looks like. Yeah, and they, they noted that there was no barcode on there because they are not labeled for individual sales. So that's going right. to be different. That's fine because plenty of them are getting sold individually right, right now. Right. Yeah, you're very angry, Ace. Right He's like really mad. Now oh, there's the back. Nice, nice. I just, I like the tissue paper in between. Just in case, so there's no way your figures can get scratched. Right. I wonder what Ace is so mad about. Oh, we got his name wrong in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah. Ace shot down another plane under him. <laughs> nice Scarlet. Did they have a Did they have a Scarlet name sticker for the cockpit? No. Well, that's interesting. No. They had Snake Eyes, but not Scarlet, and Snake Eyes isn't even in here. Well, maybe he is. I just can't see him. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a miss. I didn't think I didn't think of that, but that's a big miss. If you're gonna put her in a pilot suit, yeah. And there, there he is. Give a big hello to Vicman de Santiago, who's that's a new name. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello, Victor. Fail safe looks really like pleased with himself. Well, I mean, it's his first figure. You'd be pleased too. Yeah, I would. I'd stand just like that. Bad. There's the back. Fail. Right there. The the day, what a heroic guy. Day, what we name him? I don't know. Hands on a computer. 
Oh, he has a preternatural awareness of his surroundings and nimble reflexes. Good for him. All right. That that's important. I have a preternatural sense of a shitty code name. Failsafe. That's so th th that Cobra Crown crew, you you put put it up on your social media. Those guys have a code name. Yeah, code name Ramp Rat. File name unknown. But it says on the back. But this is backwards for you guys. Each ramp ramp rat. No, it isn't. Each ramp rat member of the Cobra Ground crew is responsible. So it's not a single guy. It's just right. that that's what they're called. Right. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Right. Jeff, Jeff Butler says, Failsafe's been waiting 39 years for this week. So, yeah, you just stand there and look proud. Here's your Cobra officer. Raymond Sheffield says, Toy Hacks has tons of name stickers. Yay. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> right? I hadn't thought of that. That's the point. I'm going to get one of Alpine because we know he's a certified pilot. And and here's our Mickey Mouse. Wow. The flanges on his helmet on that artwork are really something. Yeah. yeah. yeah the They're on the toy themselves, are they? Uh, no, that no. looks that looks an awful lot like the original. Yeah, ski, ski jump helmet. Yeah, comes as a hair dryer. But, uh, DJ says, uh, "Well, I guess the mole rat should be a cobra figure then." Yeah, they 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 said that he was going to be a cobra army builder. So I have to take my time putting this back together. Okay, and oops. I'm not going to take these out either. But there's the. Uh, all the the vehicles. Oh, the flight yeah. stand and the cool. And the stand, and there's the inside here. There's more stuff. And if wrapped you can, in. If you can hold the bottom of the box up to the camera a little bit, lean it the other way. No, oh, no, the other uh, side, the, the actual box is facing the camera. No, oh, no, the other side. There you go. That's cool. Yeah, they printed a runway on there. Yeah. If you want to display it, but you can just flip over the boxes and put everything on top of there. That's cool. Oh yeah, actually you can you can take see there's grass here and then the uh, printing goes into the inside of the box. So if you cut the tape you can unroll the box and there's runways on both boxes so you can create a runway all the way along. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah, they they went all, all they went all out on this. Well, mostly. Uh, <laughs> well, <yeah>. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. You're just bitter, Mark. Uh, why? Why wouldn't you get it right <laughs> when a friend reaches out to you look, and says, look. "Hey, small tweak, but it make it cooler." And you say, "Look, they cool. probably did to him like they did to you." Oh, is the, you know, they I'm said, not hanging this on Lenny. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Where, where they probably look, said, look, look, "Oh, wait, we right, everybody went to the factory." <laughs> everybody relax. Look, Jenna Taylor Monk says, "I can confirm there's a different set of decals." Okay. Captain J. Brad Armstrong on the same decal sheet that Diana was looking at, number 26A and 26B. But I will go I, and I look again. I don't want J. Brad. So maybe, maybe it's J. Brad. If you, maybe for the folks who want it to be exactly like the 83, if there's one that says J. Brad. That's fine. And late yeah. on the other sheet, there's a Brad J. As long as there's a corrected one, well, I'm thrilled. I'm well, look again. I look again before I put this away. In white on my forehead, if they put it in there, <laughs> and, and none of y'all will be able to see it. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So now that's Cobra. But Polar Weber and Shirtless Weber are the same skull. You, you, you can write it on your forehead. And we'll we'll recognize it as the darker. Right. Okay. The other names on here that I missed because I'm old and my vision is bad. Uh, jeez. There's also Cobra Trooper, Cobra Commander, Baroness, Cobra Officer. Wouldn't you want his name? This who's in there? Cobra Officer. Cobra Officer. Some guy. Uh, Sergeant Conrad Dukehauser. Oh, here's Scarlet. There you go. Okay, right. good. I missed her. Good. There She's you on, go. On the other sheet. Bad vision. Then there's some blanks for you to, I guess, write your own. And here's Captain J. Brad Armbruster up here under. Okay. Yeah. There. It's it's authentic, but it's still wrong. J. Brad. J. Brad. Sounds like a banker. Right. What's yeah. honestly? What's Duke's middle name? I forget. S. So uh, it'd, be like, it'd be it'd be like having S. Conrad Hauser. Yeah. Well, good, because Conrad's well, a dumb first name. Stop it! It's the best what? first name. You're talking to the Duchess right now. I had a fabulous cat with that name too, and it was wonderful. Re really, that that if if you ever make your way into the world of code names, Duchess needs to be your code name. Absolutely. I think that's. I had a friend whose dog was named Duchess, so the cool dog. I mean, so. there we go. And pet names. There is not a. There is not a thick line separating those. Look, if I if I can if I can christen uh Biff McConkey Dog, we can make Diana the Duchess. Yeah, and there it you doesn't go. Stick, we'll stick with it until it does. <laughs> uh -oh. Duchess Diana Davis. Hey, look, you, you are you are coming off much better than Biff McConkey Dog. So good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so good. And you know, adding that extra D to my name, people will stop calling me Double D, which right. it ends up not being something I enjoy. So somebody somebody senses open boxes. So. Yep. Yeah, he's like, which one can I sit in? Some guy tomorrow is going to be like, how come my Sky Striker's meowing? <laughs> uh, I got to figure out how to get this all back together it's now. It's going to be like Christmas vacation. She wrapped up her cat. <laughs> <laughs> I've wrapped. Monster, help. He will. I wrapped Conrad once. It didn't go well for the rest of us. <laughs> So while, while you're getting that figured out, why don't we go ahead and take a minute and hear from our sponsors over at Kokomo Toys. And there's a Chonky Tank Kitty and the Meowler Tank. And we'll be back after just a few words from our friends just a few minutes north in Kokomo, Indiana. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Oh, new fan. Sorry. Oh. I'm not stepping on her. I'm waiting for it. Ah, <laughs> oh, finally. There we go. My newfound gold in the Kokomo Toys commercial, a loose Joey Abs figure. Look to me in good shape. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just noticed up in there they had the Super Vader, which is the weirdest, the weirdest Amigo eight inch fag eight inch action figure 
vehicle ever. Well, that was what Superman's elevator to the moon, wasn't it? No, it's the weird one. thing where you're putting it on the door, and it's just weird. oh god. I, I, I need Amigo Spidey and yeah, just it's uh the the uh the uh what, what is it? That's the Brick Mantooth. Yeah. Uh, YouTube channel. It has has all the Mego stuff. Look up the Super Vader when you get a minute. Yeah. Which is after after our show tonight, of course, and then after uh, a Toy Kind of Mood show, which is you know kind enough to wait until we're done. Sounds like Darth in a red cape. Super Vader. <laughs> right. How would you see the cape? It's in a shaft. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's an elevator that doesn't need a shaft. Maybe yeah, it's flies on the outside of the building. Those freak me out. Yeah. I'm not a Yeah, fan. I do not like those. But we, we had one, uh, what was it, in Dallas at JoeCon. And yeah. that sucker moved, too. Like it, it was, it get enough of a start that your legs get a little jelly. Oh, the ones that look like deodorant bottles, right? Like, right. they look like shirt. Yeah, those were right. scary. I had to take Remy and Glory in those, and it freaked the dogs out, too. They're like, oh, no, what the hell? <laughs> And he, we did plenty of trade shows for McFarland Toys, and I usually room with Todd's dad, who I want to be when I grow up, Bob McFarland. And whenever we'd have to get into a full elevator, anytime we'd get into a full one and we were in the back or a ways away, he would say, 13, please. And the guy in front would look for the 13th floor for a while. <laughs> it never got old because he didn't do it every time, right? Yeah. It's such a good gag. Everyone do this. Because it never stops being fun. Thirteen, please. Well, let, let's go ahead and move into what we got in. Uh, I mean, Diana, we just got what you got in, right? Yeah, yeah, I got. You're our guest. This, what else do you want to share? I got this last week. Woo! Been yeah, waiting forever. He's in the case now. Wait. And look at you. You can put the gun behind his backpack because there's no other friggin' place to store it. But that's that's there you go. Yeah, I I did that with Stalker and Duke as a kid. I would put the the other way. I'd put a barrel up, but because the clip is so long, right? You could pinch it between the backpack and things like. He's a pretty nice figure. I like the the motorcycle. Airborne's gun fit that fit that pretty well too. I I did that. Have him jump out of the plane. You know. Yeah, you can't be holding on to the gun on the way down. I mean, sure. Sure, it right. wasn't a parachute, but they didn't tell us that when we were kids. So yeah, <laughs> it was as someone us. who used to ride a motorcycle, I appreciate the motorcycle looking reasonably motorcycle-like. So right, being, it doesn't have super skinny tires. It's yeah. Being the Duke aficionado in the community, where does Tiger Force Duke rank among the classified Dukes? Well, there's three. There's there's the first one. Then there's the oop. You guys didn't like gold, Duke. Yeah. Then there's the so I would say he's two after the. Um, I actually like the first one with the gold. Okay, so the gold standard, oh. literally. Yeah, literally Force. the gold standard. But the Tiger Force is he's pretty impressive, and the Tiger Force colors actually are, are have always been really nice on him. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's a nice look, and they—they they got his hair color right this time around, so it's not. So yeah, bad. yeah, and some people are mad that it—they it, got it right. They wanted it brown. Some people it's are like, wrong. They're wrong. Yeah. I took my original Tiger Force figure, and I took my Games Workshop paints, and I 
fixed it up. If they give Duke brown hair, then Hawk's got to go blonde again. Like, come on, people. Right. He just he just got done with the the just for men treatment. Right. It looked so <laughs> natural, no one could tell. <laughs> just to Hernandez. Just in Ain't no play for Mr. Gray. Uh, the only other thing I'd want to say is if I could talk about my GoFundMe, but I don't know if now is the time. We'll get that in shout outs. So ha- oh, yeah. get there. I have I have stuff prepared that I have to get ready. Go, so, go. Uh, Racktime Rob, what'd you get in? All right. Well, I got something in that I'm getting another copy of tomorrow because I broke the first one. Dumbass. Yeah, it really was. I was so mad at myself because it was a dumbass move. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Mark's old employer, Todd McFarlane, oh, yeah. I got the latest wave of superpowers. I got Wonder Woman. I gave her a cake for ceremonial purposes. Right. Not, not for kicking ass, but for all other times. Uh, Deathstroke with his sword. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. And uh Nightwing. Ooh. He must work out. He probably. Yeah. Circus freak, you know. Right. <laughs> Carney. Looks like he's about to go Carney. figure skating. I like Carnies. Well, I mean you got that uh, you got that pro wrestling fan in you, so yeah. Yeah. What else you got, Racktime Rob? Uh uh see, that's about it this week. All right. Mark Weber. I mean, this is a good one. Oh, I know I'm spoiling it because I've been off center all show for a reason. Because right. I'm uh, I'm clearing out the uh, the basement where all the Joes were and putting them into storage. And the last guy out was actually the last guy in. So let me back this up a little bit. Well, first we got this guy, right? Like, hey, I'm just going to work, just me and my microphone. microphone. Oh. Yeah. That's an expensive little uh, piece of hardware there. Uh, are, are you allowed to say how much with the family around, or do you have to get that quiet? I mean, they're around, but how, how much? Just enough. Right. right? <laughs> so when I get a new job, I usually buy a toy that's got some zeros on it. Uh, and I've been getting new jobs a lot. I've been collecting them. Right. Uh, but this was actually back with the uh, the Toy State. Uh, not Toy State, the uh, RMS thing. But you'll see right over here. Oh my! Wow. Yeah, and it came in a box. Ooh! And the coolest thing about the box is it has some really old tape on it that if you pulled it off now it'll rip, like 100% for sure. But the part that isn't tape is still attached to Christmas paper. Right? Oh, nice! Because it was so obviously a Christmas gift originally, and I never, ever, ever had this. So I've had it for a couple of years, and it's in. It is in such good shape that the wheel, the the big wheel attachments aren't even on it. Right? Andrew Galgan's got the best exclamatory statement of the day right there. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Enola Gay. Yeah, it, the gantry works like it's good, and anything missing from it, you know, right now that you can't see, I've got. It's all in a box. It's in. It's in really good shape. So it is because I, I have a flag, but it is in decent not fully complete condition this one's really good so it's like if you're ever going to dive in right you probably better get one that's really good because otherwise 
unless just just enough is enough and that's fine that's what i like about collecting everybody defines their own collection but there ain't no piecing together at the fire right no like five grand to piece that's a together. that's a lifetime with you know achievement award is piecing yeah. together and defiant and so my my favorite bit for this is uh yeah i've been super careful when it's been sitting on that table downstairs now it's up here on the main floor one of the advantages of working for a company that makes display cases is we have boxes of every size and shape and anything you could want. And so I, I reached out to the guys in our, our, our internal development department. And I'm like, hey, I need a box that's 26 inches wide, 37 inches deep, and 20 inches tall. And the guy was like, all right, hang on. Yeah, we don't have it. And I'm like, okay, well, it can't be smaller, but slightly bigger would be okay. And he's like, no, 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 we'll have it for you. I just don't have it now. We'll have it for you tomorrow. So just like that, the next day, there's this giant, actually, hang on. <laughs> there's this Godzilla box. Wow. That they made for me. It's amazing because it's flat right now. It's so good. So, uh, oh, it seems to fall. So to Mike and, uh, and uh, Lee and the, the folks at the IMP department, thanks so much. I'm going to be able to put put pad it like hell, set this thing down, pad it all over and seal it up, and it will be a perfect custom defiant box. You might want to get out to U-Haul or something, buy some some peanuts for that. Oh, yeah. All there sorts you. of peanuts. There you go. Like, right. it's going to get packed up. It's going to get peanutted. Like, I didn't, I didn't drop the amount of coin I did on it to have it break on the way to storage, right, or sitting in the storage locker, so... And it is, it's, uh, air, it's, uh, heated and cooled and it's, it's a good spot for it to be. Is it on Rather, the first or second floor? Uh, second floor. That's good. So no flooding, right? Yeah. I had a friend find out the hard way why you should always be on the second floor. It sucked for him. Yeah. I can only imagine. So there you go. All my stuff, all my Joe stuff now, all packed up. This is the last guy. So I'll share a photo of this jam-packed uh, 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 storage locker soon. Good enough. That's all I got here. All right. I, I guess it's time for me. Hey. Hey. That's right. We got another one coming. There he is, number 59. I mean, technically, that's, that's the 60th one, because no, number zero is still still back with the, the toys I had when I was a kid. So so number 59 for Beach Party 86. He's he's real good, too. He's he's very similar to uh, to the one I got from Kevin last week, just as his cracked elbow is on the other side. And I wanted to. I could put together one good one. That's just super awesome. And then a second one that has two cracked elbows, but yeah, I got enough of those already. I like I can, send them to me, Mike. I can, I can do that. I'm a customizer. Yes. You're a lazy bastard customizer. Yes. So but will you will you send it back with with erotica? Ah, ooh. <laughs> no, I'm keeping that. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably Only not. one person would do that. <laughs> Mark's real selfish about where he sends his erotica. Oh yeah, come on now, pay to play. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. Oh.
past that, I got bruised. That's what I got. Oh, that's what I got in this week. You got band aids, moist I mean, knees. I got, I got, I got giant band aids. <laughs> wow, face. big as my face band aids. Impressive. <laughs> I like that you have to unfold your band aids before you fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Later tonight, Rob, Rob's going to jump off the balcony with one of your band-aids. Right. I have to to give Rob the the paper tab on the backing and have him walk across the room so I can. Anyways. This is the the makings of a great spire adventure scene, right? Mike's chased to the roof. He's in trouble. Quick, rips off a band-aid, puts it over the wire. Awesome. How many people are going to take it to rip off your, to rip it off your knee and. How would you like having bare legs? Uh, see, I've, I've waxing. Already, like I've already gone to through two of them, and I, I, you know, it just it it further cements the statement that I have made many times that I would not survive if I was a woman. I would not. I, I don't know how you ladies do it. Every single one of you is tougher than me. I don't know how it works. I, just, I, I, I don't. Nope. Nope. Very happy I was born a guy because I'm a weenie, and I can't do that stuff that you guys have to deal with every single. Day. the pain. It's the ripping sound that happens when they yoink it off. That's that's kind of the harder part. Right, right. No, and I and I've done that twice. I've I've had to change the the band aid a couple times because again, it's oozy. It's a moist wound. It's a moist oozy wound. Right. Mike, Mike, Mike as a woman would have been a lifetime original movie. The girl with Chewbacca's legs. <laughs> oh no, no, I have awesome legs. I got sexy legs. It's the one thing I got going for me. There you go. And hair. Yeah. The hair is on point. Hair, is, hair is good. The Next rest week, me. part it in the middle. <laughs> the rest yeah, of me is a gigantic mess. <laughs> I got hair and legs. Part it in the middle so it looks like Dude, little, that's a start, rest. man. That's a start. Right. That's 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 two up on some guys. So I that's can't right. complain. There are a lot of guys at the gym who are in rock solid shape. And uh, totally clean, not by choice, right? Nope. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Butler wonders if Beach Party 86 will stop at 86. No. Why Why would I stop at 86? Who stops the positive that rocks your body? Right. Uh, 86 is not, the, is not the number I'm trying to attain. 86 is the number that, you know, the year that Beachhead was released initially in 1986. So that's that's the 86. It's going to be like... Um... The Dukes of Hazard, where they wiped the country out of Dodge Chargers or whatever the General Lee was. There's not going to be any beachheads left for anyone else. I mean, that's three, but we're years away from that. Look, Beachhead was a popular character at the time when G.I. Joe was at its biggest. There is, you know, probably not overestimating, over a million beachheads got made alone, right? So it, believe me, my, my 59 ain't rocking the boat. We're not exactly changing the market here. Uh, Matt Rubin asked, did I put in that uh, an auction on that Kokomo one? No, you know, I have one request from Kokomo Toys that the, when they when they get a beachhead, they give me a call and I'll buy it from them. And clearly they don't care. <laughs> right to eBay. Now, they, they even put my name on it in eBay. So That's rough. Yeah. I was kind of a bastard sometimes. <laughs> no donuts for him. Uh, God Ravage says, evening, guys. Well, evening to you, too, God Ravage. That's a new name, so welcome to the show. We appreciate you. But um, 
Doug Gallo says, I am single-handedly making his two beachheads more valuable. And I, to which I say, two. Someone says two beachheads and Mike immediately thinks, I can save on shit. <laughs> I have never bought two at the same time from an from a eBay buyer except for once. Somebody had a like they had a beater and a regular one. I got those two. Two at a time is great, Mike. You should try it. Right? Yeah. I mean You're twins. <laughs> where was I? I don't know. It's it's for the best that we don't answer that question, Mark. Yeah. Nope. I was at kygijo.com. <laughs> Only I'm going to months. ask that you watch the Seinfeld episode when that issue came up and just look at Jerry's response to that. And There you go. <laughs> Two? How quaint. How quaint right? <laughs> I like that you patted that guy on the head with your mind. <laughs> uh, David Allen asked, do, do I get all the the varieties repaints or I'm going to guess the, the variants of the O-ring beachheads? I do, actually. I, I was at, uh, or no, I wasn't at it, but I did get the I've got the 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 club one from the Dreadnought set, and I've got uh, a couple of the Night Force one, and and so yes, I do have the. They're not part of the club though. It didn't say Oring though; it said Orrington, like it's a uh, a Tony suburb in Alabama. Or right, like Orrington. I'm, I'm not. Oh, they're not here to criticize David well. Allen's spell checker. No, I just like the idea of a Tony Country Club in Orrington, Alabama. Are you from the beachhead. Orrington uh, uh, Beachheads? Uh? Yes. Yeah. The there Orrington you go. Beachhead. They use the no, no, we're part of we're part of the Bushwood beachhead. <laughs> the Bushwood beach. That, uh, that's why do we get to shout outs? And uh, Diana, you have a, a very special shout out. So why don't you go ahead I, with it? I do. It's not it's kind of hard to, to do, but um November twenty second, I stood up from cleaning the cat box and had a heart attack. Um luckily I went to Cullen and ended up in the um, ER for waiting room for six hours and then had to be there a couple of nights, missed Thanksgiving, um, came home and, and luckily no damage that's permanent, just the, the heart attack damaged the muscle, but it's um, stress induced. I never expected to have a heart attack because I just never expected to have a heart attack. Um, right. The thing they don't tell you about heart attacks is that when you get home, then you get anxious because, of course, they say, well, now you're more likely to have another one. So I'm anyone who knows me knows I have a little bit of an anxious side to begin with. So that kicked into high gear and the side effects from anxiety mixed with recovering from a heart attack was not fun. So I'm in a bunch of I mean, I'm getting better. I'm in therapy. I've got my elliptical that I, I can get on. And my cardiologist right now is like super thrilled. And uh, no star credit along with Cookie Monster. So, yeah, back of the picture so much tonight. Yeah. It, Cullen, it, Cullen is amazing, too. Um, I, I'm in the therapy. It's it's all expensive, but it's it's what I need because I can't. Mine was caused by stress, anxiety, and not taking care of myself. And so now I'm getting the therapy so that I can deal with the stressing, anxiety, and take care of myself. And like I said, my husband did really great. He, he took me to the hospital, fainted in the ER just to make sure that enough people rushed into my room and had to go to his own ER. Got the most expensive juice in the world. 
he took two weeks off. He used his vacation to take care of me and drive me to the doctor, although he still worked. If, if a project came in, they needed him, he would go back on the computer and help them out. Did meetings from doctor's offices on his phone. Um, so then two weeks ago, he was laid off, which I we, neither one of us expected at all. There was a, a year ago, he had a choice to stay with the company or go to one of the contractors who's building a high-speed rail here in California. And the company he worked for, WSP, said, no, no, there's always a place for you here. Stay with us. The pay is higher anyways. And it was. But there'll always be a job for you here. And a year later, they lay him off out of the blue. And his face when he came out to tell me was, I've, I've never seen him so beaten down. And, you know, Cullen is a, a he's an upbeat guy. He goes step forward. He's like, we'll get through this. But it was really hard for him to tell me because it just shocked him. And so now our health insurance ends at the end of February. We're going to see what we can get. Um, I have a mountain of bills that I'm starting, thankfully, to pay down. So I started a GoFundMe on Friday, which I don't like to do, but I, we, I have no choice. I just, I need to pay off these bills and we need to be able to pay our mortgage and our, our bills and feed ourselves and the pets and, and just make it by. He went from being paid so well that that was the reason they say they laid him off. They just couldn't afford him anymore. And now, you know, unemployment in California is 450 a week, which is nothing. Um, right. I'm trying to get disability. So I was shocked uh, at how cost of living shrinks that up pretty quick for anybody who's thinking that that's a lot of money. It's, it's not, if, if you think that's a lot of money, you're probably getting unemployment in like Missouri where it's really cheap. Yeah. Our house has been valued, you know, our house mortgage is high because it's, you know, when we bought it, it was 400,000. Now it's worth it's like 800,000, almost a million, but housing is expensive out here. Food is now getting expensive. Everything's getting more expensive as the economy goes up. And what I just found out recently is, yeah, we have till the end of the February, but I had the heart attack in November. We met our deductible when we rolled over. Not only do we have to meet the deductible again, but the um, the terms of the insurance actually changed a little. So some of the things are not as covered as they were before. So now I'm I'm out even more. Um, poor Cullen is is doing his best to just keep us going forward. I can't work right now, unfortunately, because of the anxiety. So, but what I'm, what you can see there is, you know, I, I set 7,000 because I don't want to feel greedy. I thought we will, we can cover the rest, but already friends and people, I don't even know, friends of friends have stepped up and we're already way above the goal. So I was able to pay off most of the hospital bill and a lot of the therapy bill. Um, I'm going to be on medicine for a while. Um, Got to pay the cardiologist next love my cardiologist because he he knows my insurance might be ending he said you know what just call me if you need me and we'll figure it out um anything anyone can donate i super appreciate i really hate asking other people for money for myself i know people have helped me with the cats um but you know i'm used to doing everything for me and cullen and i are, are used to you know paying our own bills and getting by ourselves but it's just a little hard. It's hard for a lot of people right now. 
I, I know a lot of people are getting laid off. It sucks and we need to to help each other. But I really appreciate, I mean, over the weekend, it's amazing. It's just people are wonderful. Human beings can be really great. They can be really shitty sometimes too, but they can be really fantastic. And so thank you guys for everything. And please keep sharing if you can. Absolutely. And, and we didn't, we didn't do this as a, as a, as a super chat or anything tonight, because frankly, Google takes so much a chunk of that. Folks are just far better off just going directly to your GoFundMe site and clicking there. If you've got a, a dollar, if you've got $2, you know, just if you want to give up a cup of coffee for a day and, and throw it towards the Davises to help with these, these, uh, expenses, it would certainly be appreciated. We're not talking, you know, you don't have to show up and, and, and double what's there. Don't, don't be intimidated by what other folks are giving just whatever you can. Every little bit helps. Please, uh, yeah. It, it really is the thought that counts. Uh, we're going to take what, what we get from our, uh, 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 our, our coffee subscriptions this month that is going to be coming to you uh so that'll oh be wow you don't have to no 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 no, absolutely uh that's that's what we have stuff like that for we we don't you know we we don't have a we it, we we keep it around so we can cover the cost of doing the show and that that's nice and all but um we've always we've always been charity folks so um the, you know there's no point in having money if you're not helping somebody out with it well, uh, I so really going to do that, and it's again, don't don't get blown away by it. It's not a huge amount of money. <laughs> it doesn't. It's just that when people hand it, I mean, what I got in is going out the door tomorrow. There's someone coming at eleven tomorrow to pick up my Sky Striker because gorgeous as it is, I can't justify keeping it when I could have the money to pay stuff off. Right, like, right. I'm keeping I'm keeping him. He's not going right. anywhere. But yeah, well, but let's not yeah, be about this. Yeah, yeah, not gonna go insane there. <laughs> right, you're you're sick. You're not dead. Right. <laughs> dukes leave over my dead body, literally. <laughs> Any dukes you sell are gonna cost more when you get them back. Right. So, and so there's yeah. no bad business. So. Yeah, can't buy it again. So it's I got uh, some great Duke stuff. So so please again, if you've got a couple of bucks, it doesn't have to be anything great. Doesn't have to be any any huge gesture. Uh, just a. You know, freeze the screen. You, you've got it on there. Type it in later, or or we've got the link down below. Uh, so uh, just just donate there. That's that's where you can do the best. If you've got a couple bucks, I know we like to we like to plug the coffee uh, subscriptions. We like to plug the the swag shop. Great, but you know, for 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 a little bit, that that's going to do you a bit more good than than a t-shirt. If you can do both, hey. <laughs> Where do you, would you have a like a PO box set up so that you could take T-shirt donations? Me? No, I'm just making no. bad jokes now. I, I need T-shirts too, actually. Well, there we go. We got it. We got the almond. We got the almond milk T-shirt. We can send that to you. There you go. Although <laughs> you can milk like an almond, call. damn it! Milk is a <laughs> verb originally. So uh, we're we're running low on time, so we're gonna we're gonna cut shout outs a little bit short. We wanna we wanna thank you guys in our live audience tonight. Uh, thank you if you're catching us on recording. We love you too. Uh, be sure if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share us in all your your various social media, Reddit circles, whatever. So help help keep spreading the word. If you catch us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy because uh, we love little huggy guy. 
Uh, but again, take a minute, get to YouTube and subscribe to us there because that helps us the most. Same if you're catching us on audio. Uh, by, however you want to digest what's on Joe Mind, we're here for you. But at some point, please help us out, get to YouTube and just subscribe, add us to your channels there. So uh, for my co-hosts, for Mark Weber, for Racktime Rob, for guest host Diana Davis, uh, I'm Mike Irizarry. Have a great rest of the weekend, everybody. Like our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe. And if you can't, be careful. Um, again, have a great weekend. Yo, Joe. Oh, here comes a finger. Oh, fake out. <laughs> <laughs>